screen, left side ball up and caught. Is it inbounds? Yes! Touchdown Titans! Johnu Smith tips it to himself. What a play! Fumbles, ball is loose. There's a fight for it. Titan ball! Casey got it out. And Big Jeff at the bottom of the pile starts wrestling a raven and he wins. Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Titans Beat. Um, this is Anna Lewis, and I'm joined by my co-host, Albert Hainsworth. Albert, how are you today? I'm good. What's going on? Not much, man. Just gearing up to go to Indy. Not myself, but, you know, <laughs> watch the team go to Indy and hopefully um, leave this series 2-0. and um, We had that nice 25-16 to win over them a few weeks ago, and I'm, I'm hoping we can go take care of business again up in Indianapolis. Definitely, definitely. We need to take care of business. We need to, you know, of course, dominate our uh, our uh, conference, you know, and, and, and yeah. we'll definitely get in the playoffs and keep winning games. We take care of itself, get, the, get a great spot in the playoffs, and then we'll be all right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think what um, Titans fans are – getting excited about is if we pretty much if we win this Sunday you can say pretty confidently that we should beat the Jags at home when they come up here to Nashville and then we play Houston twice at the end of the season and Houston hasn't looked that great so if we're in full form even if we're resting guys because they'll be at the end of the season um, we potentially are going to sweep our um, our division and that would be the first time we've done that. I, I can't remember the last time we did that. So um, that would be definitely a, a clear-cut way to go ahead and make sure we have a spot in the playoffs. Yeah, definitely will. I mean, kind of excited about that. If we can sweep the division, I don't, I don't think we ever swept the division um, my years of playing. So that, that yeah, would be I, I'm going to have to look it up. So. I don't even yeah. know if we've – I don't know if our team has done it, actually. Now that I think about it. So I'll definitely have to go back and look and, and share that out on the Twitter page. But if you guys aren't following us on Twitter, we are at SIA Titans Beat. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook in the same place as well. So make sure you keep up with us there. That's where we put all of our new content. And Albert actually had a great idea last week. We're going to be bringing on fans every week. So we record on Thursdays. So if you're listening to this and you'd like to come on and, and uh, shoot the shit with me, Albert, and Joe, um, definitely let us know. We'll, uh, we'll be showing you how to do that. And we'll get you guys involved starting next week. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to hear some some crazy, crazy questions. <laughs> you know, all of them. Yeah, I'm sure we will you. get it all. <laughs> They're gonna be asking all about you and what's what's in the future. <laughs> you know that future. What Me? Future I'm talking about. Yeah, you know what oh, future chill. I'm talking about. Chill, chill. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> You're wild. Next. Uh, <laughs> it's not an on-air conversation yet. Um, but let's let's go ahead and I want to first address before we go into the actual matchups that I think everybody needs to look out for on Sunday. Just real quick, want to do a, a temp check and see where we're at in the AFC as a, as a whole, not just the AFC South. So right now it is Cincinnati and then us um, because we beat the Bills and we beat the Chiefs. So if we can continue on this role of, you know, making sure that we are a clear cut winner of our division, but also like put ourselves in a position to be a top ranked team. I mean, that mean, we could host a playoff game. Um, we could host a playoff game at Nissan, which has been rocking the past two weeks. 
And I think Titans fans are ready for it. I, something that we talked about on Tuesday, uh, Trey Wynn and I hopped on and recapped the Chiefs game, is it's like this persistent energy between the team and between the fans because it's just the more the guys get excited and they play really hard, the more the fans get really excited. It's just it was it's been electric every time I've been in Nissan this season. So um, definitely looking forward to that. I'd love to really have a home field advantage at Nissan in the playoffs. So we keep rolling the way we are. And if we have statistically one of the easiest schedules remaining, which you can't count out anybody, but just mm-hmm. from the stats, we have, I think it's like the seventh easiest remaining schedule. Um, we should be able to lock it up and potentially be well, a number one seat. Yeah. I was going to say that that would be huge being number one seed and they do what they're going to do. Heck. I mean, they would, be hosting an AFC championship game and, um, yeah. you know, in Nashville. So it's, that would be, that would be amazing. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, who, I was just thinking who else, who else is out there in the AFC that's, um, like super good, man, we knocked yeah, down you know, so, the bills, but who else? Right. You know, it's interesting because the Ravens were another team I was really watching, oh, um, yeah. the chargers and, but, a team that nobody knows about, they're kind of the dark horse right now, is Cincinnati. You got Joe Burrow up there really handling business. I mean, they beat um, the Ravens, I think it was 42-17. to 17. I mean, they wow. beat the crap out of them on Sunday. And the Ravens have been really good. So that's why, like, after this past Sunday, I was like, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, I've always, you know, like, since Burrow's gotten to the you know, NFL, man, like, just when I watched him in college, at LSU, yeah. I'm like, dude, this this kid is going to be the real deal. So, I'm not surprised at yeah. how you know how he's playing now. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised at how he's playing now. I mean, because you know what he did in college, and then how he came in the NFL playing up until he got hurt. I mean, he would have been he would have been rookie of the year for sure. Yeah, I he agree. definitely would have made definitely made the Pro Bowl and all that stuff because he was. Tearing up now, he got his own his own receiver that he's been throwing to for years in college. Yep. I mean, and you still got T. Higgins, who I think is one of the top receivers, or will be one of the top receivers, if not the top receiver in the uh, in the NFL. Uh, I mean, man, I mean, like it's very dangerous. So I don't think we don't yeah. have to face the Bengals, do we? No, we don't have them in the regular season, but I definitely am anticipating that matchup in the playoffs um, because I, at this point, they're, they're, nobody's in, but you can kind of see the blueprint of who's going to be in, and I really think it's going to be us, the Bengals, the Ravens, the Bills, um, the Chargers, possibly the Raiders. I mean, I don't know what's going on and how you know their John Gruden situation has affected them, but um, other than that, it's, I mean, maybe the Chiefs, maybe um, – People keep saying, don't count Indy out. I'm counting Indy out. I don't think they're going to be a wild card. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. But the Bengals are a team that it's kind of like us. You know, something that I've seen a lot on Twitter this week is, oh, the national media gives us no respect. Well, the Bengals are another one of those teams that nobody knows anything about until you right. play them. And yeah, um, exactly. last year they beat us. So and we weren't expecting that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to look at. And then also what the Bengals and Ravens, Steelers, and Browns are all in the same uh, division. Right. So, mm, right. I mean, if they already beat the Ravens one time, where did they beat them at? Do you know? I think it was it was in Baltimore. Some Ooh. of my friends was there. 
So yeah. they're gonna so they're gonna have to face the Ravens are gonna have to face them at the Bengals at home. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they that could be that'll be the uh what is that the North AFC North championship right there. I mean hundred yeah. percent. Very well right? could be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I can't, I think the Browns are four and three, or they're either four and three or three and four. Um, yeah, and what's his name out for how long? Super time, clean, right? and he's out. Yeah, yeah he's out. So, so um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely interesting. Saw, the AFC North is always interesting, though. Yeah, I also saw on like first take if they think Casey Kalem should be the guy now uh, for the Browns, which I mean, oh yeah, still invest. Yeah, yeah, I saw him first take. I like watching first take. Uh, Stephen A. I do too. And all that. So, yeah, he was. They were asking that if he should be the guy, because nobody's really sold on. I only got one friend, uh, one of my, uh, one of my best friends, who was sold on Baker Mayfield, and he keeps throwing mm-hmm. up his rookie stats and blah 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 and all that yeah. stuff. I don't know. He's about what four or five years in the league or something. And I mean, how many every years? And he's still throwing up his rookie stats. So uh, he's yeah. the only one that's yeah, sold on. Yeah, I'm gonna have to send him this. This podcast, this is not I talk to. I talked about you, Dante. <laughs> like, I'm talking about you, Dante. <laughs> Dante, we see you, and we don't. Yeah, I mean, you gotta get some updated stats. Exactly. Exactly. Not the only guy. <laughs> only yeah, that's guy. something that is so frustrating when you're talking to somebody that's a fan of a player like that that had a crazy rookie year, or maybe just like one crazy year. Like I was on the uh, last year when we were looking at um, Corey Davis. A lot of people were like, oh, bring him back, bring him back. Well, out of five years, he had one good year. And yeah. it was his contract yeah. year. So <laughs> I don't yeah. I don't play that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, wish him all the best up in New York, but I don't want you here. <laughs> so uh, well, let's go ahead and jump into um, to the Colts preview. Um, we've got a couple of matchups I think are going to be really interesting. And I actually hopped on uh, the Naptown Beat yesterday. They talk about the Colts and Pacers and all that. So if you guys are from Indy, definitely go check out those guys on Naptown Beat. They just recorded their 100th episode, which is a huge accomplishment. Um, but we talked specifically about, you know, position room matchups. Like if you look at mm-hmm. Indy's wide receivers versus our wide receivers, obviously um, Indy's got Michael Pittman Jr. as their guy that's been really consistent. But other than that, they don't have any receivers that are super exciting. And you look at our receiving room and it's, you know, definitely – a little bit more um, star-studded, if you will. Um, so we had a really good conversation about that type of matchup. But what I want to talk about is who's going to face each other on the field because I think that's a lot more um, it's a lot more relevant for you guys and stuff you can be watching on Sunday. So I don't know how Albert feels, but my favorite place to start is the trenches, and that's where this man right here was too. Um, this is going to be a really fun – Indy is always a fun game because it is just a brawl in the trenches. And it's because they have an excellent offensive line. Um, and our defensive line made me nervous for a few weeks. But they finally, like we were talking about last week, they finally look like they're clicking, especially on Sunday. They were getting some great pressure. I think um, it was like they had pressure 18 times. And out of that, we had four sacks and interception, um, a lot of rushes there. I mean, Patrick Mahomes did not look like Patrick Mahomes. Part of that is because he's had some issues this year with his performance, but also – our defense stepped up and made some really good plays. So uh, when you look at that matchup between, I mean, the one that I always look at is Quinnen Nelson and Jeffrey Simmons. Those guys are, they call, they call Quinnen big Q and we have big Jeff. So um, those guys won't match up a lot. And we talked about that yesterday too, is you 
strategically you don't want them to match up all the time. But when they do, when they do hit each other, it is definitely you you see it. And it's mm-hmm. um it's a fun matchup to watch. So how are you feeling about the trenches battle tomorrow? Well, hey, come on. You know, I'm not, I'm not going for their offensive line. I'm, I'm going right. for Big Jeff. He's <laughs> he's the guy that could, could be the, the next one to dominate, literally dominate uh, the line, and, and the offenses will be fearful of for the Titans D. So I'm definitely going with Jeff. Uh, I just hope that they're letting him play a little bit more and, and let him continue to play because that's the thing. I mean, he would have been already dominating if they were letting him play and, you know, they haven't been, like I said. Uh, but yeah. like this last game, it looked like it, and uh, and I swear, yeah. I think uh, Carson Wentz is is a whole lot less than Patrick Mahomes. So yeah. if, if we we can make Patrick Mahomes look bad, I think we should have no problem making Carson Wentz look bad if we can get that pressure. Yep, I agree. I um, a lot of Colts fans are saying, well, now we have healthy Carson Wentz. Well, we played healthy Patrick Mahomes, so oh my God, you know. Healthy, healthy Carson, Carson Wentz is not Wentz. that exciting. <laughs> and also, all. really, I, I never root for anybody. I don't ever want anybody to get hurt. It, it's a brutal game. You don't ever want anybody to get hurt. But yeah. if we have Carson Wentz running and, you know, Jeff is collapsing that pocket up front and, um, you know, you've got guys like Harold or Bud and um, Danico flying off the edge and Danico's going back home to Indy. I mean, that's where he spent a lot of his career. So he wants – he's out for blood. Um I don't think Carson Wentz stands a chance outside the pocket and his decision-making when he's outside the pocket is statistically one of the worst in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, where, where did, where, what, didn't he, what school did he come from? Like, I cannot remember to save my life. Yeah, I know. I know. I, mean, I knew you were about like to ask some... me that. Oh, it's a uh, North Dakota, North Dakota state. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the coast fans, they just going to buy into anything. I mean, like, why do you think, uh, the Eagles would trade supposedly a franchise quarterback. I mean, because he ain't a franchise quarterback. He ain't that right. good. You know, I mean, he's going to be probably like a journeyman in the in the NFL. So, I mean, yep. it's, it is what it is. So, like, they got to get, get used to that. Whatever. And then stop trying to, like, boost their head up thinking they got, like, the next Peyton or even, even uh, uh, gosh, uh, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck, yeah. not even, yeah, not even close. So we we don't fear your no. quarterbacks anymore. Like you don't have any great quarterbacks. So uh, we'll yeah. be okay. We'll let him, even if he play a decent game, it's still not going to be good enough to beat us. Yeah, I agree. I think what you're going to see Shane Bowen really game plan for is Jonathan Taylor in that running back position because um, I was looking earlier at the rankings for you know the top running backs or rushing leaders, which are all running backs right now, except for Lamar Jackson. I think he's still top 15. But, of course, we have Derrick Henry with like over 800 yards. But then at number two is Jonathan Taylor, and he's got 579 on the year. So um, he's definitely – I mean, there's a huge difference there. But mm-hmm. he's right in there with Nick Chubb and some of those other guys that you hear their names get thrown around. Him. If my running back had as many snaps as Derrick Henry, you know, he'd probably be the best too. Like, but he's not. So keep it pushing. But that's yeah, who you're going to see us gameplay game. for. Yeah, he doesn't right. affect the game like Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry can change the game like, uh, yep. like any other player. He's the most dynamic player on the Titans. And I know Joe – is probably listening or will listen, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, you know, Tannehill, you know, blah blah blah." No, Derrick Henry is the most dynamic player who can change the game for the Titans more than anybody else. And 
And Absolutely. The Colts do not have that. And that's why they got – I mean, reason that he's getting so many yards now is because their quarterback sucks. You know, yeah. I mean, like literally. And then yep. all he can do is throw it up to Michael Pittman Jr. So there you go. I mean, like that's getting – that's like keeping him in the game. Like he's not a game right. changer, Carson Wentz. And, and you got a, a running back that's just, you know, basically bailing you out. So – yeah, you know, it, it yep. is what it is. But that's Colts fans. Yeah. Always I always hilarious. like to address address that um, the narrative of if my run, if Nick Chubb or if Jonathan Taylor had as many carries as Derrick Henry, he would have X amount of yards. First of all, you can't say that. Second of all, the biggest thing there is a lot of the running backs in this league could not handle the carries that Derrick Henry takes because well, there's two parts here. Coaches want to win football games. And if they know that they put the ball in Derrick Henry's hand and he can win a football game, that's what you're going to do. But if they know they can put the ball in Jonathan Taylor or Nick Chubb's hands, but he might get you kind of there, but not all the way there, you still need some help from your quarterback, they're not going to give him as many carries. So that's why, first of all, that's why your running back doesn't have as many carries as Derrick Henry, because like Albert was saying, he's not a game changer every single game. Derrick Henry is. Second of all, Derrick Henry is an absolute monster. That man is huge. He is built just different. I mean, it is amazing he moves as fast as he does at the size he's at. And he takes incredible care of his body. So I know people talk about Christian McCaffrey all the time. That man can't stay healthy. So how is he even in the same conversation as Derrick Henry? Not he's even. not even playing. Not even. Not even. I mean, it's just it's crazy what people think. And still, you know, you know, we've talked about this many times. I am not a fan of Derrick Henry uh, taking so many, so many carries. Champ, yeah. come here. Sorry, I got to. <laughs> get my dog. You're fine. Uh, but like, uh, like, yeah, I, I'm just not a fan of it because I want him to last, champ. I want him yeah, to last, absolutely. And, and you know, because he will help the Titans. So I don't want him having so many carries. Yeah, it'd be great. He gets another two thousand yards, and he'd probably be the best running back that the Titans ever had. You know, even maybe including an Earl Campbell. You know, I mean, that's a big right. tall statement, but that's not going to be good on his body. You know, later on, you know, he could fizzle out, and, and that's what I don't want to see him do. You know, I, I want to see his right. career last longer young. than, yeah, I want to see his career last longer than seven, eight years. I want to see 10, 12 yeah. years out of him being yeah. right there with the Titans and being their all-time leading rusher. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel the same way. It's it's this balance of you still have to win football games, but you also have to be smart because we're not even mm-hmm. halfway through the season yet. So I think what you'll probably see is we our next couple of weeks are rough. I mean, we India. I don't consider Indy like a top opponent, but because they are a rival, that game is always going to be tight. Um, it just it is what it is. Um, so we need him on Sunday, and then we go to LA the following week. So those him going against Aaron Donald, that's going to be insane. And you need him to have a great day that day too. But after that, we kind of we taper off a little bit as far as competition. And I think especially when we get to week 15 and 17 where we play Houston those two weeks, I don't even necessarily – they're going to suit him up and he's going to be out there some snaps, but I don't want him to have 30 carries in that game because there's no point. No point. So rest him for the playoffs and get him ready to go. Because I think a lot of people – it's hard. I do not envy their job, like J-Rob, Mike Vrabel, any of them. I I would not want to make these decisions because you got to play long game. And you got to get to the point where, you know, we could be number one seed. That would be great. And then we have an extra week of rest. Mm-hmm. And we host a lot of these games. But you also have to 
make sure that you're balancing out, you got to be able to win those playoff games too. And if Derrick Henry is beat up or if Derrick Henry is tired or Derrick Henry is heaven forbid hurt at any point, you're not doing that. Yeah, we yeah, we exactly. There's a lot of a lot of uh well most of the offense and I'm not saying not taking away from Julio or uh sure. or uh yeah, you know, like our receivers like, not at all. Yeah, AJ, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I slip my mind, but maybe because he played <laughs> at Ole Miss or something like that, you know. It's that bad juju, right there. But no, but like we, we have great receivers that can carry us, but you know, you still we have a running back that can dictate the game. So, um, yeah, I mean, we just we got to take care of him. You just got to start limiting his carries, regardless. You know, maybe these next two weeks, you know, I mean, with the Colts, hopefully, we don't he'll need to run a lot with the Colts. Maybe he'll have to run a lot, you know, against, um, you know, the Rams or whatever. So, with that said, I mean, still manage his carries and then start tapering them off. And getting our like, just getting our uh, passing game more precise, you know, because we're yeah. gonna need we're gonna need that passing game uh, heavily. We're gonna rely on that passing game heavily in the playoffs. We make it to the playoffs, like yeah. like absolutely. So we can't be just one dimensional. Everybody stack up against Derrick Henry because that's what they're gonna do in the playoffs, and, and then they're gonna we're gonna have to beat them over the top. So let's start precise. Getting our passing game, you know precise fine tune start yeah yeah and and seeing or you know that we can we can beat you either way with derrick Henry and yep. also our you know julio and aj so that, that's what i would yeah. look for later in the season since we're already here yeah. at this point and we're you know we win this game against the colts you know we're, we're sitting in the rider seat as far as the playoffs and winning a division for sure. and maybe even a sweep so um, that's what they probably need to do look at yep yep i agree um, and some, something I've talked a lot about, I don't know if it was on Twitter, if it was on our podcast last week, but, um, people were getting really impatient at the beginning of the season about, you know, Julio maybe not performing what they expected or, um, AJ not being what they expected out the gate because they're like, well, now we have Derek, AJ and Julio, we, we should be a dominant offense. And the first couple of weeks we weren't, but you have to, it takes time for an offense or a defense as a unit to demand the respect that this offense is going to demand here very soon. And I think we're starting to see that. We saw it against Kansas City where it's like, oh, Derrick Henry threw a touchdown pass to Michael Pruitt, who most people don't even know who that is, unless you're a Titans fan. So um, over time, like you're saying, we're going to develop that passing game as well. And we've seen it the last two weeks. Going to see that continue to improve and demand more respect. Then guess what? That opens stuff up for the running game. And it just, they work in tandem. So if we can find that balance, I think we're definitely a huge start going into the playoffs, especially one of my biggest concerns was our defense. And if we could get pressure with the last, knock on wood, the last three weeks, we've seen a lot of pressure up front. So I, I like where we're trending and um, I hope we can continue on that way. I've, I'll say this, if we, we're going to make it to the playoffs. If we lose in the playoffs, it's going to be either, Ryan Tannehill, or it's going to be our secondary. I don't think there's anybody else, any other position group that it's going to fall on. That's how I feel. You're just going to piss off Joe when he's not. Yeah, well, he can come back and talk talk it back next week. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But, I mean, I I still will say Ryan Tannehill is the reason. Between Ryan Tannehill and the fact that Dean Pease was not calling our defense in that AFC championship game, um, Ryan Tannehill didn't do what he needed to do. 
and Dean Pease was not there calling the defense, and that made a huge difference. And I strongly believe that's why we didn't win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be. I'm not. I'm not gonna go in and say that. It's just like I, I need him <laughs> to. You know, just. I mean, he he is good. Like like I told. Like I said last week, I said he is the second best quarterback Tennessee has ever had. You know, Tennessee Titans ever had is the second best quarterback. So he's not far off. I mean, at all. But, uh, yeah, I definitely need him to step up more. And I would like to see us win games with our passing game and not our running game. So, like, that's what I want to see. I want to see I want to see that happen. And then, I mean, I am a fan of his already. And I, I like just to give Joe crap. But, like, I want to see I want to <laughs> see that. Like, I want to I want to see him yeah. do that and, and step up until that. To that era of like the the Rodgers and and the Brady's and you know and things yeah. like that, like so that's that's where I want to see him. So uh, yeah, and if we I, continue to build around him, he he has that. I just my one concern is our offensive line as far as it affecting mm-hmm. Ryan's game. But if we can get you know, I've really liked um, Kendall Lamb. I've really liked Dylan Radens in our offensive line. I mean, some of these guys that we brought in have been looking better than Taylor Lewan. So. Um, I don't know, maybe we're finally getting in a groove there as well, but as he settles and gets more comfortable, which I can understand when you have people running at you and you don't trust your offensive line to protect you, you're going to rush a decision. Um, mm-hmm. but he needs to settle a little bit. And I think when we see him settle, that's what, that's when it's some magic. I mean, again, but, his touchdown was great, but that was because of Derek, because everybody was worried about Derek. Yeah. I mean, you can't, uh, let's not, we can't blame, um, all Tannehill or, or anything like that. Uh, right. We have to we have to look at really. I'm gonna blame like coaching. I'm just sorry. Like uh, the way they prepared in the in the preseason, guys yeah. didn't hardly take any snaps. Snaps. So like, how exactly is your first team offensive defense going to look good uh, the, the first game when you don't even know what game speed is? Like you don't. Right. You, I mean, like you, you got to remember from last year to playoffs what game speed is. Like no, you you're gonna have to go harder in, in practice. And then we were an older team uh, with the Titans, and we still we had some vets, and we were going like two days. I know they can't do two days, but you know. And then then we would go in, then we would go in, and we'd have uh, then we'll have like you know like uh, Wash, uh, my defensive line coach. We always played the first half. The defensive line always played the first half. And then third game, third game, we played into the second half. Well, I mean, heck, that's what okay. – like, those guys are playing, like, like one series. And, one or maybe series. not even. Yeah. Or maybe not even. Like, how do you get game speed that way? I mean, like, I know they're pros. That doesn't mean, like, you still have to see game speed to get to into that. And so that's what he's yeah. – yeah, that's what, that's what we look so horrible those, like, first few weeks – because the guys didn't even know how to turn it on, you know, because they, they yeah. haven't turned it on at all, right. you know? So, so right. yeah, like, now they're starting to be, like, what they should be, you know what I mean? Like, what we expected yeah. them to be. You know, if they would have played more in the preseason and done things, you, you would see a better Titans, and we wouldn't probably have lost to the Jets, you know? I mean, yeah. that's just the, the way it is. And, and sorry to put it on the coaches, but that's absolutely their fault for not that's getting their team ready for. to play. Yeah, that's not, that's yeah. not what you haven't got. You didn't get your team ready to play. So that's why they look how they look. Yeah, I agree. Um, that was something that really, because last year, obviously, because of COVID, 
everything was different. There was no preseason. Everybody looked a little rough the first few weeks, but you could see the teams that let their guys play at least for, you know, maybe a quarter. Um, we didn't even let our guys play a quarter. So exactly. I, agree. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I look at, look at the Cardinals, look at how they're rolling right now. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're supposedly the best team in, in, the, in the NFL right now, the Cardinals. Yeah. Like they got a quarterback that's four foot, Five, eight inches. I mean, like <laughs> the guy is small. Like, and and they're the top team in the NFL. I mean, come on. Like, yeah. uh, it's it's a letdown. It's a letdown. What our coaches yeah. did, but now they're on the right track. The guys have caught up. They're professionals. Yep. So now they just we're getting guys we just off gotta, injuries. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and now you gotta you got yeah you got to harden your body from that. You know you got you like to hit yeah. and practice. Let's harden your body for that so you won't have these knick-knack injuries you know when it comes in yep. the season you know i mean that's yep. that's kind of what it does so now these guys got these knick-knack injuries you know like that happened in the, like first you know first four weeks of the season because their bodies hadn't hardened they ain't used to really hitting hard you know yep. i mean it's it's, it's crazy yep. how that stuff is that people don't don't know that because that's just the back scenes of it yeah so. they don't think about it they don't ever see it so um one one thing I do want to bring up is we've got a couple guys that were designated for a return yesterday that I'm really, really excited about. Jayon Brown and Derek Roberson were both designated for a return. There's one more player that was, I cannot remember for the life of me who it was, but the reason I'm excited is because, so Derek Roberson's an outside linebacker um, that just, you know, adds some competition for Harold Landry, for Bud Dupree, um, get some of that exterior stuff. And he's a player that last year I was really excited about and the year before He's a no-name guy from Sam Houston State. Nobody really knew anything about him, and he played with a chip on his shoulder, and you see it. Like, it's he's fun to watch. Um, Jayon Brown I'm excited about because David Long took his spot, and David Long is a name that we've been saying for weeks is one of the best players on the defense this year because he's everywhere. I mean, he is flying to the ball. He's, had, he's led the team in tackles, I think, the past three weeks in a row. I mean, he's just killed it. But Jayon Brown is on a one-year deal, and he's going to want his spot back so he can get paid again. So I think it's going to provide a really fun competition there to see. And, you know, as fans of the team, we only benefit from that. You know, those guys are going to be competing with each other to try to get that spot. But we have really two first-string inside linebackers there. And Jayon Brown, in my opinion, is a very, very good pass coverage linebacker. And Um, and not even that. Yeah, think about this. Not even just that, the competition. You got thinking we got depth for, for yeah. this coming to playoffs. You know, I mean, yep. we can switch in and out. You know, hey, if, if one person is not good at one, like one scheme, one team, hey, you got another guy you could put in there. And, and like, keep balancing yep. out that way. So, like, just, like, don't, you know, wait, let's don't look for the future. Let's look, like, right now. Hey, we got we got depth, you know. I mean, yep. that's, that's, that's huge in the playoffs. Huge in the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, it's exciting. So I just as a, a fan and somebody that worked on a coaching staff, the competition is really fun to watch. But like you're saying, that depth is just invaluable. I mean, you can't even you can't put a price tag on that. So um, especially at an inside linebacker position, because both those guys, I mean, that Rashawn Evans is in that group as well. Like all those guys have been stepping up or David and Rashawn have. So now Jayon's got to catch up and Jayon is probably the best one talent wise out of those three. Like that's. We're just Champ. in for a treat. 
Yo, oh, yeah. everyone, Champ is Albert's dog. It's an adorable. Yeah, is he no, a Yorkie? I was, come, Champ, come here. Yeah, He's he so cute. Yorkie, I'll show you. If you would have told me that Albert Hainsworth would have a little Yorkie named Champ, I would have never yeah. believed you. But Champ is adorable. How, <laughs> how, how do you flip the camera? I'm going to show you. Let's see. Oh, I don't know if you can flip it on here. Oh, I've seen oh, him before, here. though. Champ. Yeah, there he is. Hey, Champ, what's going yeah. on? Champ oh, says can't hear you. I got my I got my AirPods in. <laughs> He is so cute. Well, let's um let's go ahead and run some predictions for the game on Sunday. I mean, if you had to say, like, I always like to say something to look out for, and then I don't do score predictions. I don't think you ever did them either last year when Joe was trying to get us to do them. But the biggest thing for me to look out for is that trenches battle. That's what I'm always going to be excited about when we face Indianapolis. Um, I remember last year, if you go back, um, actually, if you go watch the the top 100 players where the players vote for each other on who the top players are in the NFL – uh, when Jeff got, he was like 76 or 78. When Nelson talked about, you know, this one game where there was a play where Q got pretty freaked out. Like he thought that he had hurt him because like that Jeff had hurt Q because the way he landed, but he just completely ran through him and to run through Quinn and Nelson is a big accomplishment, especially as a second year tackle. So definitely excited to see how Jeff looks this weekend and, and the other guys on the line because of the pressure. So um, that's, that's my Look out for that. That's always a fun matchup. Yeah, looking looking forward for a battle in the trenches. I mean, that always matters. Always matters. That can uh, that's a win or a loss. I mean, to be honest, who wins that battle? So uh, if we can win that battle up front, then we're going to take the game. Um, one thing is like, and also win that battle up front with our D line against their O line, uh, making Carson you know Carson Wentz look like how we know carts and wins can look, it's going to be a win for us. So I that, that's what I'm looking for. As far as points wise, you know, like I'm not like that with the, the whole thing. You know, I like a, I like a, a low scoring game because it's, I mean, it's a yep. defensive game, but you know, we got Derek Henry, we got AJ, we got Julio, we got Tannehill who's going to deliver the ball. You know I mean? You know, uh, I'm just going to say, we're going to be probably score in the 30s, and I would say mm-hmm. uh, the Colts will be less than 20. Okay. Yeah, I think we hurt, hang at least 31. Um, that's yeah. the number that mm-hmm. I've had in my head this week, um, and I could see the Colts at, you know, 17. Exactly. So 31-17 is my, is my, uh, my guess, but I'm never right, so it'll probably be very different. Um, the one thing I, I think will be cool to watch as well is – our D-line has gotten really good at, you know, of course, taking those blocks and, and collapsing the pocket. But when, you know, they go to run the ball, getting off the blocks and stopping the run. So we've got we've improved there. And that's something that I know a lot of people probably aren't watching for. But something that I noticed, I'm sure you noticed it as well. So I don't think Jonathan Taylor is going to have his usual day against the Titans. I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a day he gets shut down. And I'm looking forward to it because I'm tired of hearing Colts fans talk about him. <laughs> you know, you know, I think I think I think he'll get, you know, roughly around. In the seventy-ish yards range, yeah, you know, maybe yeah. a touch a low, low eighty, low eighty. But yeah, I think yep. that's I was giving it as good eighty-five as in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the well. There, most there's our get. our bold our bold predictions, guys. We actually gave you numbers this week. So, yeah. um, Albert, you got anything else for for the for our listeners? Nope, just ready for this game. Uh, ready yep. for uh, Titans D to dominate or D line to dominate, and then you know, and for of course to watch. King Henry do his thing. Yep. It's a it's a dome game. It's indoor. So that's always 
us going out there in the stormtroopers is going to be a fun day. I think it's always a good one. We're in those uniforms. So, all right, y'all tighten up and get ready for the game on Sunday. Tighten up. <laughs>